Data connection established. I'm finding it difficult to understand many aspects of Ansata conduct. Much of their behavioral norm would be defined by my program as unnecessary and unacceptable. Mm -hmm. By my program as well, Beta. But if that is so, Captain, why are their methods so often successful? I've been reviewing the history of armed rebellion, and it appears that terrorism is an effective way to promote political change. Yes, it can be. But I have never subscribed to the theory that political power flows from the battle of a gun. Yet there are numerous examples when it was successful. The independence of the Mexican state from Spain, the Irish unification of 2024, and the Kenzie Rebellion. Yes, I'm aware of them. Then would it be accurate to say that terrorism is acceptable when all options for peaceful settlement have been foreclosed? Data, these are questions that mankind has been struggling with throughout history. Your confusion is only human. Information received. from the nation's top scientists on the zombie virus that appeared two weeks ago. They released information saying that the symptoms to watch for are aggression, foaming from the mouth, deterioration of motor skills, and an unbelievable hunger. Be advised that if an infected becomes hostile, the only way to harm them is to shoot them in the head. How's it going out there? We are back. Buckle up, bitches. We got a show for you today. Yep. We're back. We're here. Coming at you. <laughs> Semi-live for the second time tonight. Again. We did the new Easy K battle station deep inside the Easy K compound. Yep. That's yeah, right. It sounded better the first time I did it. Damn it. <laughs> you want to do it again? No. <laughs> we can do it over. No. Oh. Yeah, we got a guest in the house. Say hi to Chester. What's up, What's up everyone? Chester is here to bring us up to speed as we've been moving this battle station from <clears throat> to deeper inside the EZK compound. We've been a little out of, out of the loop on what's been going on in the world. He's going to bring us up to speed on a few things. But before we get to the show, here, let me give a few shout outs to some people that deserve it. First is Alex over at Prepper Politics Podcast. If y'all ain't listening to him, y'all ought to go check him out. And Alex, sir... Please forgive us. We will be getting with you real soon. I know we've been trying to hook up and, uh, and communicate a little bit, but it's coming. And also, Mr. Tony Brown over at the Armed Ape Podcast. We really appreciate the shout-outs you give us on that show, man. Uh, you know, you were one of the first podcasts that we started listening to, and it, it's pretty cool, you know. So just thank you for that. And um, what a uh, yeah, cool name, too. The Armed Ape? Yeah. yeah that's right. I love it. And then, of course, the unnamed trucker over at the Road Gunner podcast. Man, you keep doing what you're doing. Road Gunner. <laughs> all right. Yeah, oh. thanks to all the people that have been asking for our stickers, too. 
It makes us feel good when you ask for our stickers. What what just happened there? I'm 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 adjusting your volume <laughs> so it's louder. All right. I'd like to thank everybody for uh for coming and liking our Facebook page. We really appreciate it. And y'all keep them coming. Tell a friend. Share share our pictures, our, our links, and our stories on there, and get and let and get the word out about us. You know what I mean? I'll give another shout out about the stickers. Thanks everybody for. <laughs> for asking for our stickers it makes us feel really good every time i get an email or details me about uh, somebody asking for the stickers i'm like cool this keep going up we keep getting emails people want stickers 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 post them on shit put them on naked asses (laughs) hey and and mr freddie gerard i'm still waiting for that picture of our stickers stuck on a donkey's ass in afghanistan yeah you get a million points a t-shirt and a hat if you get on stuck to Obama's naked ass <laughs> or on his back, the White House. I don't yeah, care. yeah. How about the front gate of the White House? That would be freaking badass. Yeah, wouldn't it? I need to come up with a point system for that. Make it like a fucking Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Oh, that'd be good. People will be photoshopping that shit. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, we got a guest here, Chuck. Uh, Chester. Well, uh, we need to give him a nickname. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, come up with one. Door. Data. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh yes. <laughs> um. So what you got? What are we going to talk about today? Well, there's a couple things that that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Was first off, and I'm sure this will lead in, and and Data will jump in here on this one, <laughs> shaking his head. <laughs> You know, the more I look at the the events that are going on, the more I realize that our government is is preparing for something. They put all these laws into place. They're buying all the surveillance equipment. They are buying the materials and the gear to do something. They're a bunch of fucking preppers is what they are. (laughs) You know, they are preparing, and why aren't you? It doesn't mean... Well, they got billions of dollars to prep with. I could do some serious prepping with a billion dollars. Let me tell you, just give me a million and I'll be ready. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me a half a million, I'll be ready. I'd be a bad bitch if I had a million dollars. <laughs> we need to go. We need to go on an occupy a, march, huh? I'd have a badass TP. That motherfucker have a metal TP, fucking bullet resistant. Oh. And if they're prepping for something, why aren't you? But the whole prepper movement is, is oh, it's just getting to the point where when you tell somebody that you're storing long-term food or water or water purification or ammo or guns or any of the things that we, we all know about this listening to this, you know, people think you're a wacko or a whack job, but we don't think the government's a whack job, do we? Mm-mm. Yeah, they are. What the fuck? <laughs> we like the government. Huh? I like the government. Oh, yeah, I forgot. They are our masters. They are, are your friend. The uh, the whole the whole idea of the the prepper movement is to be prepared, you know, and the government's prepping for something. And and Shooter Dan and I watched a, a video. <clears throat> when was it? A couple nights back. And it was a and it was a video about the sun and it's kind of scared the shit out of me a little bit i liked it i did yeah. too it's better than the ghost hunters <laughs> and 
the idea that there could be a serious solar flare that that will occur and it and and wipe out through electromagnetic pulse all the <clears throat> all the unprotected uh, machinery and computers and and cars and 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 the the whole electrical grid would just go down and it's and it's so within the realm of a possibility that to just to prepare for that let alone some kind of freaking government takeover you know what i mean it's like we need to start looking there they know something possibly that we don't they're prepping we need to i ain't saying follow their lead but they're obviously privy to more information than what we have you know yeah, and the information they do put out on that type of thing, because after we watched that video, I looked into it. Remember uh-huh. we looked into it, and I'm like, I asked you, I'm like, I wonder, there's got to be math or data that uh, back up, you know, the odds or probability of something like that happening, because, that, you know, the government being, they've got to have the numbers, you know what I'm saying? Right. So they've got to, the numbers that they put out were probably a little low-balled right. compared to what the real numbers are. The government never cooks the books, brother. Don't you know that? <laughs> right. I think it was, what, a 12% chance in the next uh, eight years? Eight years, yeah. yeah. 12% so, chance in eight years. Yeah, that's pretty strong. Right. So you probably want to double that. It's probably about a 25% <laughs> chance in the next five. Right. <laughs> so if there is a problem out there and – you know, and you're not prepping right now, why not? Yeah, what say you, Chester? What say you, Data? <laughs> well, I say that the upcoming police state is inevitable. They've right. been setting up for that. DHS, of course, purchasing 450 mounds of ammo. Uh-huh. Them making updates to the NDAA. Right. Uh, we just had Amendment 114 come up, which repeals the uh, Smith-Moon Act of 1947, I believe. And that would actually make it legal completely legal for the government to tell you whatever they want to it makes propaganda fully legal using all news media including facebook newspapers absolutely everything and they do know something and there's different theories behind that your solar flare hitting here Uh and trying to go ahead and create a new government with no electricity or possibly the uh, san andreas fault uh-huh. You know, there's also or the San Madrid fault as well, which I believe hit here about maybe 112 years ago was the last time that we had an earthquake in that fault. Uh-huh. And they do know that when that happened and if it does happen again, it could totally change the um, United States as we know it. Uh, we could have the Great Lakes flowing into the middle of the country. Uh-huh. I mean, a whole number of things could happen. So they're definitely trying to prepare. But more importantly, they're trying to dissuade us. From taking up arms, preparing ourselves, and being ready for any event. They just want us to look to them completely uh-huh. in case of any emergency. And why is that? Why do they want to control us so much? What say you, Shooter? I say the motherfuckers are spending money like a, like a goddamn midlife crisis. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so they are definitely up to something. Well, I'm sure your knowledge of bullshit is limited. There you have it. Straight from Chester. <laughs> He's telling you that they obviously know something is up and they're putting all their pieces of their puzzle in place. So, should we even be trying to uh, restore the Republic or should you just try to make sure your family and you and your personal selves are, are in good shape in case of a calamitous event? You know, should... Yeah. I, I'm starting to be starting to think I'm becoming less afraid of the government taking over, even though it's a great possibility. And in a time of a big, huge natural disaster, of course they will. But I'm starting to think that 
I'm starting to be afraid of the zombies out there. The ones that didn't prep. The ones that are out there trying to get your shit. Zombies? There's going to be no zombies. <laughs> and there's the optimistic worldview from Mr. Shooter Dan. <laughs> All right. Chester, you chunked off a whole big bunch of stuff when you said that right there. Start off with the NDAA. What is it? What are they doing? In the, and this is the new one, the, the 2013. Didn't they try to put some – see, because i, I got to admit, I'm a little out of the loop on this because I haven't been studying as much since we've been – you know, it's funny how you get to gardening and you get to moving stuff around and you're trying to take – and you, and you don't pay attention as much to the news anymore. And that's what I've been doing. So tell me, because what I've heard, the little bit that's leaked through and I've heard was that they tried to put some amendments in to rectify some of the damages done in the NDAA of 2012. Data connection established. Well, that's really on a state issue. Certain states are repealing that. Virginia, I believe, was the first one, and Mm -hmm. I believe they already were successful, and Arizona followed. Um, and I believe that just came about a week ago that that came through. But there wasn't amendments. There wasn't things placed in the new 2013 NDAA well, that, tried to, that tried to counteract some of the indefinite detention stuff? No, no, not at all. In fact, what they're trying to do is just add things to the current one of 2012. Mm-hmm. So this will carry on into the 2013 one. Oh, uh, is, is, do you know if this is stuff that they got to renew every year in order for it to continue to be in place? Is there, or is there a, a sunset clause on it? Well, there is an NDAA every year. Right. And they sign that. And all they do is just change certain things. But what they're doing is definitely moving towards a power grab. Right. And it's unprecedented for the government to try to grab this much power. The first time I can remember reading about the government trying to grab this much power was right around the time of Oklahoma City. Uh-huh. When they first tried to pass the Patriot Act under a different name right afterwards. Um, and, of course, we all know what happened with Waco as well. And in the wake of 9-11... Looking at the Department of Homeland Security, how that was just an executive order that was passed through the TSA, and they're you know moving onto the streets in these Viper squads in uh, Kentucky and other states, right? And even the TSA being brought into Texas to uh, sit on buses, yeah. undercover in some cases, where they can search you, grope you, do whatever they want to do to you, and basically you will have no constitutional rights as far as the TSA is concerned because there's no overhead when it comes to the TSA. But it's for your security. Well, Ben, <laughs> if, what did Benjamin Franklin say? Did he yeah, say, yeah. if you give up your liberty for security, you will mm-hmm. end up with neither? Right. Well, there you got it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. Chester, I got a question for you. I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling. That something rank is going down out there. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, loaded, loaded. Government has got to leave us alone. <laughs> and that's it, right? Absolutely. Now, what happens in a situation of a natural calamitous event that ju- that just um, wipes out the power grid? Shouldn't our government be there to to try to keep order in the streets? What can they do at that point? I'm playing devil's advocate, by the way. I see that. (laughs) But what can they do at that point? I mean, really, they will have no way to control us whatsoever. It's going to end up in a place of feudalism. Why do you say that? Uh, Because we will become tribal again. We will get into clans. We Mm -hmm. will fight them. Because people don't want the government's help. Look at Katrina. 
And look at how the uh, FEMA basically came in and uh, started cutting the power that they did have, cut the phone lines, and basically made it so that they needed FEMA for everything. Information received. Including gun confiscations. All right. Anyone listening to this podcast, email us. If you want to be a member of the LOZ tribe, we're going to start it up now. (laughs) It's going to be centered around Shooter Dan's steel teepee. (laughs) Hell yeah. Data connection established. I I did see, though, and what alarms me, because Uh I know that the military, a lot of them are waking up, and that is true, but when I saw um, basically an old woman where the, basically the National Guard had come in yeah. and they were in her house. And she had an old 38. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know the video I'm talking about. Yeah. And they clobbered her. The yeah, gun wasn't did. even facing anyone. She had it in her palms like, here, son, would you like a cookie? And boom. Yeah, they took her down. Why? Well, why do we as a society, where have we gotten where we accept that? We see these things in the news and we're not protesting it. And I mean, Irate. Occupy does their thing, but... Why are we not standing up and saying that the police brutality has to stop? I mean, the thing with Kelly Thomas, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? The, that that was the most shocking mm-hmm. and brutal thing I've ever seen. When that officer standing beside him, you know, just saying, you see these fists? Right. Yeah. And he's just threatening him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean. I know. Did you see the picture of that guy? Oh, my God. Did no, I, I didn't see the picture of it. No. Dude, just click images and uh, pull up Kelly Thomas. All right. Real quick. And uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, those motherfuckers suck, dude. You know the mother settled? Here's what I think of the freaking police that did that. You're just afterbirthing. <laughs> slithered out on your mother's filth. <laughs> they should have put you in a glass jar on the mantelpiece. Those fucking no good bastards, man. Look, did you did you pull them up? Yeah. There it is right there. Yeah, I see it. I mean, what the hell? Is that not the most horrific thing? How could thing somebody do that to somebody? That is horrible. I imagine, you know, not 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 defending them in any way whatsoever. That as they were beating him in the face with their flashlights and kicking him with their steel toe boots, uh, they probably just didn't realize they were hurting him that bad, huh? <laughs> well, well as you know, you always swell up after the fact. Do not provoke a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't want to sit here and laugh about it because it's very tragic uh, what they did to that guy. Yeah, and it, when you watch the whole. I don't know. It's a like a real long video of the whole thing that pre precedes the beating, right? Yeah, he was screaming for his dad and all that stuff. No, that was why they were beating him. Oh, okay. if you watch the whole thing preceding I that, could... where they're just talking to him, like right. they 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 uh, basically instigated the whole thing. Right, I was not doing anything. Right, not breaking one law. Right, you know this, at all. This and, went back and to his ID. It. They wanted to see his ID, right? Yeah, they wanted to know his name. That was the the thing they kept. They spent 30 minutes just asking what his name was. And he's like, you know, he was within his right saying, you know, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. He, he wouldn't tell him his name is all it was because they wouldn't tell him whether he was under arrest or anything. They He wanted to leave. They wouldn't let him leave. You know, they weren't handcuffing him. They were just totally instigating and uh, interrogating this guy and bullying it. It was totally a bully scenario. Now, this happened in Orange County, California, right? Yeah, they even went through his bag and uh, looking, for, trying, you know, they just opened his bag up and started digging through it. They found mail in there. They started opening his mail and reading it. 
It was just a total violation of his rights, but don't forget. It was in Fullerton. And Fullerton was... Oh, I'm sorry. Them them homeless people, they don't have rights, so don't... Right. And um, I actually... um, I went to high school in San Diego, and we had a a gentleman um, that got shot outside of a Arby's restaurant that I worked at. And he was just, you know, a guy that we used to give food to. We all felt bad for him. You know, he fell on hard times. He was always very polite, very nice. And um, someone called the cops on him because he was in the bathroom too long. Long story short, he was sitting there with his walking stick saying, please leave me alone. And they, they must have lo- unloaded 36 rounds Jesus. into his body. Right. And he was just waving a stick. It was a huge news story, I believe, back in 1999. Right. So, I mean, where have we come to where the police are just given license? They're tired of waiting for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, they want. They think it's, they think it's not. It's right here now. Yeah, you know. Uh, last podcast we talked about the the reason the zombie apocalypse is like the metaphor of the times. Um, the police and law enforcement use it as as a generalization of the masses that they think they need to control. And of course, us us prepper types, we look at it as that you know we don't want to go out and enforce our will upon others the way they do. It it's it's almost like those police have and, and we. We talked yesterday about trickle down tyranny, mm. and 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 that's what exactly what it comes when the when the very top of your government is trying to do the have so much control and and put in place so many tyrannical laws and stuff like that. It just seems to me that it, it's contagious. Do you know? Uh, it goes to the next step down and the next step yeah, down, all the way down yeah, to your local police force where they think that they're entitled yeah, to get in your shit. It's smaller levels of the same shit. Right. As you go further up those levels to the government there. It's it, bulls it, big it, shit. It, it, yeah, it's chaotic evil. It's, it's chaotic, chaotic evil government. <laughs> it is. And world government too. But I do want to say one thing. I, we we all know here that, all, the, that there are a lot of police officers and uh, public servants – and uh, servicemen and all that that are really good-hearted people. Right. You know, it's only, I'm sure, a smaller percentage that are... That give you guys a bad name. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Data connection established. I believe that what's being what's going on now is that the Constitution is being made less important to the police. And that they we've really forgot in this society what a peace officer is. If you're right. not breaching the peace... You know what I mean? Instead of acting as like a police officer that just generates revenue, you know, and and, and again, they're just trying to do their jobs. They're right. being told mm-hmm. to go out there, generate re- revenue, revenue. You know what I mean? Just that. And when we look at our prison system, it's the same thing. How many nonviolent offenders fill our prison systems? We already are living in a police state as far as those people go. Right. Yeah. I wonder what makes the police, uh, certain police, how do, do they, you think the government targets or tries to do, net people like that for their law enforcement i think that well you know it goes back to nwa you know (laughs) (laughs) it always goes back to rap (laughs) it goes back to nwa the average cop was a bitch back in high school he used to get his fucking ass kicked you know it's just the way it is it's like they I see. If, 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 it's a culture thing. Then. It's a culture thing. When you grow up and you're getting beat up, and you, you long for a, a sense of authority or power over other people that you don't normally have. In, in, yeah, so it's a sense in, of... Uh, enti- entitlement to push men- bully. Men- mental retardation. It's fucking bully. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It, we have to be careful about bullying, though, because bullying is being used to take our freedom of speech away. 
Well, of course. Look at the government. The biggest fucking bullies on the planet. You know, they're bullying the American people, and we're just shuffling around going, look, 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 look. let me play this for you. You I don't know how Joe Biden meant this. By no means, okay? But it sounds kind of bullyish to me. Are you ready? Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe. Now is the time to heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt. Speak softly and carry a big stick. End of quote. I promise you, the president has a big stick. <laughs> I promise you. Oh, yeah. How you know well, there, Joe? Was it fucking scrammed up your ass, you <laughs> well, motherfucker? <laughs> and correct me if I'm Great, wrong. Crazy Uncle Joe. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt was a, a token Republican, no? Uh, yeah. Well, that's the reason. That, that's the mind-left-right paradigm that they're playing on you. He brings up a... A Republican and and uses it to approve a point, so he tries to cross those barriers. You know what I mean? I, I got another point that I got to make to you real quick. Did you see that Obama went onto the White House website and every president um, from I believe Warren G. Harding to currently excluding Gerald Ford? Like, there's a quote about that president in their bio, and then mm-hmm. underneath it says something that Obama did. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see that? I didn't see it. I heard about. It. I read about it. <laughs> the ego, the ego is absolutely incredible. It is. Yeah, but, I'm sure it, it drives a lot of their fucked upness. Well, according to Joe, he's got a big Uncle stick. Joe needs to not stop. <laughs> Uncle Joe, please keep it coming, man. We thought we we thought we had run out of frontier when uh, Mr. China Man le- left us. <laughs> Who? From the debates, what was his name? Oh, Mabga Chuka Chaka Ching Ching. Chuka Chuka Ching Ching. That was Huntsman. Yeah, damn it. We thought he was the last of the of, of that, that special breed. And then Uncle Joe came along and it's like, oh, there is hope. Please yeah. keep speaking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. What was up with that speaking Chinese in the, in the presidential debates anyway? I don't know, but I want to take Uncle Joe's uh, clip there uh-huh. and... Uh, and, and edit it so it says dick. <laughs> can you do that? <laughs> yeah, you can. Well, you and, know, um, if anybody knows that Obama's got a big stick, it's got to be Joe Biden. What's up? Data connection established. Henry Kissinger actually put out a book, what, about two years ago called China? And, you know, China is the model for what they eventually want to do here. And that's why I believe that you're seeing things like the Chinese buying land in Michigan, 200 acres, and trying to create a little China city and influence businessmen who want to start businesses in the United States to come here because it's just like home. Yeah, we we covered that a little bit in our last episode. Uh, as a matter of fact, we covered it pretty pretty good. Um, I don't know. As good as uh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so what's going on with the Chinese Central Bank? Hey, you know, do you know data? Um, they Well, they were just given clearance to go directly to the Treasury. Uh-huh. And the Fed and uh, buy Treasury bonds directly from them without uh, any okay from anybody, any regulation. Yeah, we we owed them so much money that they had to. Uh, we needed to sell them our little sister. So, uh-huh. <laughs> well, wasn't it only about eight billion dollars in two thousand and eight? And what are we talking about now? The interest on that, <laughs> much yeah. like our uh, Federal uh, Reserve. I know it's probably some crazy amount. So, if there's an EMP strike. <laughs> A solar flare. A solar flare, and it causes him, you need to prepare. Yeah. You know, the, the 25% chance in five years. And there's probably the same 25% chance that something's going on with the government in, in martial law. So you got a 50% chance some shit's going to happen. Let's put it that way. And so people prepare out there, get your shit together. 
and the very real possibility, of course. I mean, look at what happened with Facebook on Wall Street. Data connection established. A bank run is eventually going to happen. They're eventually going to have one in this country. Greece is going through that right now. As soon as, you know, of course, it's the NASDAQ, all of that. It's a Ponzi scheme. It is. They're just moving money around, insider trading, and that's exactly what happened with Facebook. And it's going to be a matter of time. Whether or not the EMP thing happens, I can guarantee you that eventually the derivatives market is going to crash this economy. And once that happens, we will have the zombie apocalypse because no one will be able to draw their money out and we will go through a state of martial law and it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. How do people react? Do zombies react? Information received. Well, let me ask you this. What happened with Facebook? <laughs> Data I- connection established. <laughs> well, what- Please let me. Uh, we got to go back and cut that in every time before he talks. <laughs> just, and from now on, just hold up your hand before you're going to speak so I can hit that clip. <laughs> Sorry. That's the way we roll. Word. Oh, idiot. I'm, I'm teasing about Facebook. I know the IPO came out, but I heard it was clack crashing see i just got the news on the background lately and i haven't been paying attention and life's been pretty all right <laughs> well the data stock- connection established <laughs> go ahead cut Chester. he won't do it again <laughs> the stock opened at 42 dollars uh-huh. and it's already lost about i believe 18 percent so it's down to about $32? Exactly. All right. So what we have here is the ideal that um, they pumped this stock up in the media. In fact, Barack Obama, um, because he wanted uh, Facebook advertising for himself, had just been plugging. So we have our president plugging a company now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And everyone well, he did plugging. that with Solyndra. Oh, absolutely. And look at what happened with Solyndra. All, All right. that money wasted, company yeah. bankrupt. $500 million, was it? Oh, it's only our tax money. I mean, the Federal Reserve will just print more of it. Don't be a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) (laughs) And the general makes his presence known. But at the same time, you know, we have to look at the fact that they are insider trading and right. there is no regulation and there is no Glass-Steagall. So um, what I think will happen next is the, it'll get offered on another platform like NASDAQ or something like that. And it'll just crash again. And I think that this is leading up to many companies starting to have investment problems, including J.P. Morgan with their toxic derivatives. Information received. So you're saying that the president was <clears throat> pimping out Facebook. Absolutely. Was it? Mm-hmm. I did not know that, really. that it, it goes back into the complete corporate integration of government and, and, and private business um, integrating so that, I mean, that's fascism. Absolutely. It's our federal family, right? <laughs> that, that's what a Barack Obama loved to say in 2008, you know, our federal family. Yep. I'm Brooke Alvarez. Let's get right to our top story tonight. Congress today reauthorized funding for Facebook, the massive online surveillance program run by the CIA. According to Department of Homeland Security reports, Facebook has replaced almost every other CIA information gathering program <laughs> since it was launched in 2004. Oh, After years of secretly shit. monitoring the public, we were astounded. So many people would willingly publicize where they live, their religious and political views, an alphabetized list of all their friends, personal email addresses, phone numbers, hundreds of photos of themselves. 
uh, and even status updates about what they were doing moment to moment. It is truly a dream come true for the CIA. Much of the credit belongs to CIA agent Mark Zuckerberg, who runs the day-to-day -day <laughs> Facebook operation for the agency. Codename the Overlord was recently awarded the prestigious Medal of Intelligence commendation for his work with the Facebook program, which he has called, quote, the single most powerful tool for population control ever created. Among the biggest successes of the Facebook program is Operation Farmville, which the CIA credits with pacifying as many as 85 million people after unemployment rates rose dramatically. Other features, such as the suggested friends window, have been instrumental in allowing government agents to infiltrate deeper into the friend networks of suspected dissidents. For some expert analysis now on the story, let's check in with the Fact Zone's first responders. Jason, you have written extensively about the Facebook program. Why is it so effective? Well, one of the key reasons is that the CIA has been so thorough in convincing the nation that constantly sharing information about everything that you're doing is somehow desirable instead of deeply unsettling. Yeah. You know, the critics are saying that with the national debt being so high, is this really the time to be spending even more money on spy programs? Well, actually, the Facebook program saves the CIA money. That's right. Uh, like the Maps application where you list every place that you've been, whether it's at the state or a country. Or... Oh, right, with the little pins they show where you visited. Mm -hmm. yeah, yes, like that. that kind of information would have taken the CIA months of going through uh, hotel receipts and plane tickets to figure it all out. The, the manpower that Facebook saves is yeah, huge. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and the calendar feature even lets the CIA know where you're going to be in advance. So that's Right, uh, so now if they want to pick you up for questioning, all they have to... Those motherfuckers are up to no good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Data connection established. Well, look at General Petraeus. I mean, he actually said that with the new software that's coming out and all the new appliances, the CIA is easily going to be able to monitor all of our activity. In fact, we're bugging ourselves, whether it be through our... Uh, our washing machines, our refrigerators, our air conditioning, even some of our smart meters will be able to spy on us through this new smart grid that they are yeah. trying to roll out. Through, yeah. yeah, yeah. talk about that a little bit. Didn't you have a smart meter put on your house? I certainly did. You know, I'd received uh, a memo from the met, you know my electric company, and they went ahead and put the smart meter on my house. And, of course, the World Health Organization lists the smart meter as a Class two carcinogen, and it should not be on your home. So we went ahead and made a phone call, and after basically being called conspiracy theorists, they eventually agreed to come take it and you know give us a new one, and that is that. But you know, a hey, lot of people. Stop. How did that make you feel? Empowered. No, when they called you conspiracy theorists. Actually, uh, <laughs> you know, I think I'm used to it. <laughs> how can you possibly trust what the media tells you anymore when it's obvious that the media is the fourth branch of government? Yep. I agree. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating that you actually won that battle. Most cases, people enter into confrontations or whatever on a level like that, and you can't go up against somebody like a power company or whatever. They're too big, and you know that's what I wanted to mention earlier. It's like the the the, the elite and the government and the world government and all that seems so organized, and and people like us. Yeah, we talk about uh, if something catastrophic happens or some big event happened that changed the world as we know it, would be we be really be prepared? Would we? Really? As a whole? As no. all like-minded individuals connected? No. You know, that's what we need to focus on that sort of thing and stop looking at all the, you know, what we were talking about yesterday, like distractions and so forth. I, I, I agree. I think that the only there's only like a couple of ways here, I, we brought this up before. Let me ask you. You know, do you do you really think that a restructuring of the system needs to happen, or a complete reboot? Can can it be changed? 
are is what these people are doing out there actually any good do you know or or is it too far gone look at history and look at the rest of the world and how everyone admires our constitution and i mean i read posts all the time from people from foreign countries telling americans to stand up and to not give up on this american dream because once it's gone we're not going to get it back we have to get our constitution in place and we have to go ahead and downsize government and eliminate their power grab over us and you know it's all about state rights we have to do it on a state level agreed right i'm you know I love the country I was born in, America. Right. It's taught that way. but And I'm not a, a a tree hugger or save the world type of person. But with the information and technology we have at our fingertips now, I think it should become a more of a world movement than, than just an American movement. But you got to start small. Like, I, I'm not even a on-my-street movement, <laughs> you know, let alone a state movement or right. city movement, state movement, right. uh, south movement, American movement. You know, so, uh, yeah, go ahead. Data connection established. Well, have you noticed that in, um, you know, just recently watching media, watching television shows that they push you from talking to your neighbors nowadays? You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, it, it's like, you know, they want you to be to yourselves, but then they'll criticize it the next second. It's they're constantly giving us mixed signals, mixed information. And it's basically brainwashing, just like the University of Texas spends so much money um, with their uh, chimpanzee program where they basically uh, monitor uh, brain function with flicker rate so that they can get these, uh, you know, sheeple mm-hmm. into a lower brain state so that they'll just accept it like, you know. Fluoride is good. Shrink the fluoride. Yeah. Didn't you? You ran into somebody at the store. Yeah. You were at Walgreens the other day, and you were talking about that. The very same thing. There, there was two women in the in the Walgreens, and one of them had a child with them, and the child was screaming and carrying on and acting up, and 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 she said something real funny. She said, uh, she told her, she told the kid, if you don't stop it, I'm gonna sell you on eBay. <laughs> And I thought it was hilarious, you know, just, just, it was just something off the cuff she said, you know what I mean? And then, uh, um, that just so happens we were checking out and while I was in line behind her friend, the, the one had taken the baby outside. And so I was in line behind her and I, and I just, I said, Hey, that's your friend. You know, I say, and she looked, turned around and looked at me with like fear in her eyes, like, Oh, stranger talking you know what i mean it was I'm melting yeah and i was and i had to smile i was like no it was like she said she I said she said something funny back there it was a, it was a line of the day i said she made me laugh and said, oh what did she say and i told her what she said then she lightened up she saw i was just making conversation in the line but it's like come on people are we not a are we not a society here? You know, can you not speak to someone without, oh my God, you know, the media has people fucking afraid and it's ridiculous, you know? Wake up. Yeah, that is pretty weird. I know. That's why I like going back to South Carolina to visit so much. It's because it's a little less of that there. Right. It's a little, you know, especially in a small town where my family lives. Right. It's like, Everybody knows everybody. Right. You know, my 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 stepdad can't go to like a Walmart in in the town of Chesterfield or whatever. I counted. I, I kid you not. I w- I made it a game. Like whenever I go anywhere with him now, right? I start counting how many people know him. Yeah, and keep count. <laughs> right. And, and I swear I got up to like thirteen one day, and in <laughs> like a couple hours, you know, we went to Walmart, right. then we stopped off at some fast food place, and it was like, damn, there's another one. 
They were just they just walk up to you. Hey, what's up? Hey, they they all know each other, and there's lots of people. It ain't like a you know a Mayberry. You so, know what I'm saying? Right. It's a pretty large little town. Right. But it's just amazing how everybody makes it a point to say hi to say hi to everybody there. Oh man, there ain't nothing better than going going back to South Carolina and you go into a a restaurant and the and the girl you don't know she's just there um, doing the hosting you know hostess. She's going to take you to your seat, and she walk in, and she goes, hi, how y'all doing? And it's genuine. Mm-hmm. It ain't like uh, when you walk into a, a place down here in Florida, like Applebee's or something, and they're paid to say it, and they're like, hi, welcome to Applebee's. Like a fucking zombie automaton. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll be really rude. Sometimes they'll catch themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they yeah. start off really uptight and disconnected, and then they'll, you know, you kind of, like, be a little bit polite to them. Right. And, and they go along a little bit, and then all of a sudden they realize... You know, they got a piece of corn stuck up their ass, and they kind of change their tone. Right. Like, so it's they're not total automatons yet, right? But they they can people just seem to be uh, disconnected from everybody. What say you, data? Data connection established. And <laughs> I believe that this all goes back to Edward Bernays, and of course, he was a cousin of Sigmund Freud and wrote the book Propaganda, and that's where they basically laid out the media and the po- population control plan of keeping people distracted, mesmerized, and on a lower brain function, which is where I believe fluoridation comes from. Hitler was actually the first one to put fluoride in water to control the masses. So, I mean, since we had Project Paperclip and we brought over all the Nazi scientists, of course, NASA, you know, if the head of NASA was Werner von Braun. Right. And he had actually developed the uh, space shuttle in 1934. But just to get back onto the point is that, you know, see how everything's just being modeled off of those tyrannies, off of the Russian tyrannies tyranny off of the german tyranny how we're you know seeing that in our homeland security and we're seeing the control grid coming into place and so many people are asleep and not aware of it because the pretty people on fox news tell them it's okay don't worry about it just look at me i'm reading a teleprompter <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing that strikes me it strikes me as a uh all fucked up is like why can't they put their energy into something positive to focus on the so-called reboot which they believe is coming you know right. everything they're doing now with the spinning of, of you know i think it was is brought up on the news today that obama spent like uh nine billion per day on what that's how much he spent since he's been in office well really yeah well, and they had all the presidents there and his was like well, what um, about the twenty million he just spent? That's what I'm saying. It all—if you put it all—that adds up to to, to nine he, billion. He spent day. more money than any other president we've ever had. And then the what's the fat guy on Fox? The one that always sticks up for Obama. He was trying to play. Oh, that fat fuck. Devil's advocate. So, well, about Chris Matthews. That, that, no, that, no, no, on Fox. He was trying to say every president. Uh, it's going to look like they spend more money because of inflation. Yeah, what, well, what the fuck kind of excuse is that? Right. The, the the thing that I got one of the one of the informations that that leaked out to me while I was on my self proclaimed news hiatus was the fact that they spent twenty million dollars on a public relations campaign to promote the health care bill, and I'm like. What the fuck is that all about? Because, you know, all you got to do is put together a good bill. You have the biggest podium in the fucking nation called the White House. And if it's a good bill, you don't need a public relations campaign to fucking sell it to the people. It'll fucking just be good on its own. Right. Yes, we can. Just notice how the (laughs) entire time 
that Obama has been either running for office in, into his in office. He just talks out of two sides of his mouth. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And mm-hmm. he fortifies his position by trying to show people that he's trying to do something for him. For instance, he appointed uh, Stoney Mayon as a uh, Supreme Court justice, and then Justice Kagan. And Kagan worked on the Obamacare plan. She yeah. should have recused herself, but she did not. So why is that happening? You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's putting his own people behind the scenes, you know what I mean, which you're not supposed to do. You know what I mean? Well, the, every president has put their own people you know, in positions of power, but she, you're right. She should have recused herself from, from even hearing it, but it's going to be such a monumental landmark thing. She couldn't let her eat. Her ego wouldn't let her. That's what it comes down to. And that's the problem with these psychopaths up there is, is their ego is so large and their, it gets the better of them. They think that they know what is best. They think that they know how to spend your money better than you do, that they know how to do, how to run your life better than you do. And that is the problem with it. But so let's, we all know there's a problem with government, but Mm -hmm. is there a solution? Yeah, that's what I was was talking about. The solution, it seems to be, you know, they seems like they could do something. They're already, you you brought the, the, the subject of whether it was going to be a reboot or a reconstruct. Right. And to me, there's no way around the reboot. You know what I mean? Because they are they they know better than we do. There's no, and they already know that they're gonna, there's going to be a reboot, and they're planning for the second rising of of, of people on like this planet. Like when it's broke down, how they're going, right. how they're what they're going to do to recreate their version of utopia. Yeah. Okay. It also could be. I mean, just playing on a scientific devil's advocate type of thing. It just could be evolutionary process. That this is the way things are meant to be. Right. You know what I mean? That we self-destruct. That's the way everything, everything, everything that is happening, everything the government is doing, has its purpose (laughs) and is perfectly perfect and meant to be, so that we as a planet can become better. And if you believe that shit, (laughs) (laughs) data connection established. I remember seeing this uh, gentleman, uh, I think his name was uh, Mr. Walsh um, for the John Birch Society, and he was talking, I believe, in the 1950s, how the plan in America was to spend us into such a drastic hole that it would completely destroy the country and they could refashion it in any image they liked, including communism, socialism. And I I think that's still going on today. I I got that audio clip, but it's too long. I was trying trying to take not the good parts out of it. I've seen it, too. Yeah, he he called it all, man. You know, um, way back. It's ridiculous. Call him Mr. Right. In fact, you can look that up on YouTube. I believe that's what the video is called. The question is, do they they believe something's going to come that uh, takes out a large portion of us? Or do they want something? Do they want an extermination? Now, that's... That's uh we we got into this a little bit. Yeah, that's a good question right there. Do they do they want a, a calamitous event to occur so that they can step in and just take it over? Yeah, cuz we already know based on uh the UN and Agenda 21 that they want uh, a much smaller population, a very, very 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 much, much smaller. smaller. You know, what is it like 500 million projected? Right. The, it could be a distraction too, but <laughs> anyway, w- there's no doubt that they want to get rid of the people 
Right. On the planet. Right. Data connection established. That's that's the aim of the British Empire is depopulation, and I think that we see the evidence of that in um, the Bilderberg Group meetings where they've discussed how they're going to decrease population. Bill Gates himself said this, and it struck me because no one questioned this, and it was that you know we will control population through food, we'll control population through vaccines. And we'll control it through pharmaceuticals and medicine. And to me, those things should be life-saving, life-sustaining. Yeah. Like, what did he really mean by that? And when you get into what is in the vaccines, and the autism is up 78% in the last 10 years. Um, now the FDA is saying, oh, mercury is okay. You can have that. And, you know, a seizure is a perfectly rational reaction to a vaccine. I mean, what's really going on here? What back to yeah information received that is all happening but isn't there a way that we can just progress as a planet and a civilization without me being exterminated <laughs> i don't want to be the black ant I on the black there. flag game <laughs> i believe he- data connection established human society itself is ready to be that and to be that change but that government that you know the monarchies they're gonna do their best to control that. And I think that I might be wrong by saying that because I believe that it's probably the elitist bankers that are really controlling even the code strings of the monarchs of our president even. I believe that. Look at how J.P. Morgan has given so much money to Obama. You know what I mean? Uh, Mitt Romney, who still owns quite a bit of Bain Capital, I believe, having been a CEO of there. And Obama took a lot of money from Bain Capital. I mean, really, we have exactly the left-right paradigm where there is no difference between the two parties. It's just a big smokescreen trick to keep us sheep. Like, bah. Well, I, I, I... I'm with you 100%, but I do believe that the only way to cure it is locally, and you have to put liberty-minded people in your local governments, in your county governments, in your, you know, and in your state capitals, and, and those are the ones who are not beholden, you know, you're not beholden to the federal government unless they want to be, and so they can nullify a lot of the bullshit that comes out of Washington. And will and if it will create a possible civil war situation where states are going, fuck you, I'm out, you know, and then they come in and go, no, you're not. And it, it could get real ugly real quick. But I do believe um, that there's a lot of things. There's that New Hampshire movement. What's it called? The New Hampshire Free. It don't seems like the states would be ready for that. The Free State Project. New Hampshire's doing it right now. They're asking for liberty-minded people to move to New Hampshire. Oh, so they're trying to organize something oh, without, shit, without, yeah. without sounding too uh, flagrant about it. Right. Absolutely. The live free or die state. And, I mean, look at how they demonize just the mere act of you having a cow and you getting raw milk and serving some <laughs> to your neighbors. All of a sudden, it's absolutely imperative <laughs> that we have a SWAT team break down your door and raid your home because you might have... Mm -hmm. unpasteurized milk why is that and again who's really looking out for who is government looking out for us or is government looking after its interests big agra and all these other departments that aren't really necessary but like you've said before basically nanny us and keep us in line that's exactly what's going on there's no reason in the world why they, they should be having as much authority over our actions out here even on in a local level the federal government doesn't have the jurisdiction to do such you know so i think that we need to 
we all need to, to get together and support your community governments, your local governments, you know, whether it's city, county, you know, municipalities, and then on to your state department because, people, it's a lot easier to walk, to march on your capital than it is to walk, march on to Washington, D.C., especially now they got the drones looking at you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But I think that one state has to do it. One state has to make that break and say, you know what? We need to stand on our own. The Constitution is important to us. Our rights are important to us. And you know what? The feds, you can't come in here and you can't just, you know, dictate your laws to our laws because the states have rights. Yes. Agreed. There's no way that the, the, the leaders of the states could be politically assassinated by money. But of course, that's the problem that that one way or another, even if, if there is a state out there gearing up to um to actually uh do battle with the feds and tell right. them to stay the fuck out of the state you know we got this <laughs> you know what i mean we don't need you and yeah, that's how the, do they do it under the radar i don't know wyoming tried to pass something in their actual house yeah like, i heard about this tell us tell us about it data connection established uh wyoming tried to pass a bill that was basically their ndaa but it was basically to protect them as a state and to rebuild and have their own navy basically if they were to become their own this. country and it was absolutely yeah. amazing they, it wanted got their, shot down. they wanted their own fleet and everything yeah. it got shot yeah, down like, the, got like vetoed, the government but... couldn't see where they were going with that <laughs> well i think texas threatens this uh rick perry threatened it what about two three years ago oh we might succeed from the union if you know and that's uh, just a political move in that case but, but i think yeah. it's going to take something like that they can't just go and buy their shit, huh? Because they, they, well, see, state that, doesn't raise enough money. They have to get their money federally. Well, that there, there is that like the kind of money that it take to buy a freaking aircraft carrier, right? You know what I mean? See, <laughs> or, or a we are F-16, so fucked. A couple F sixteens, you know. <laughs> we are. It, well, that's one of the reasons why the the federal government doesn't want to release its monopoly on the money supply is because mm. if the states start you know printing and minting their own money and actually start flourishing and there's competition within the monetary system you know then the states may be able to come up with enough money to actually uh take care of some of the business that they need to that they need to take care of no that's the bullshit way (laughs) yeah we need our own secret society (laughs) <laughs> you know and we get the military involved because we know we got brothers in arms out there right that are on board or like-minded right you know what i mean so right. we just need a lot of them right given a coming to a secret get together right oh shit disclaimer here <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. hello fellow enemy combatants <laughs> yeah we need a secret society just like they're they're doing the same shit why can't we do it you know what I mean? They don't have to know about it. I'm sure they'll infiltrate it, but we got to. You got to be able to outsmart them, and that we can't infiltrate. That we have a hard time infiltrating a Bilderberg meeting, right? You know what I'm saying? So we can make it so so that they have a hard time infiltrating one of our meetings. You know, it's all volunteer basis. If you got people that are trained in military uh, combat, you know, coming to a meeting, they we could, we could assign. They could volunteer as guards, just like the Bilderbergs have guards, right? And we have, you know. Uh, a secret meeting where we start uh, getting numbers of people that are going, you know, names and keep it all secret of people that are going to Meet take up. our side when the shit hits the fan. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's how we get our aircraft carrier. Ah. Oath Keepers. <laughs> we t- Oath Keepers is doing a lot of good work out there. 
Absolutely, yeah. and Sheriff Mack going they're, around. They're very much in the public, but you know, you know where I'm going. I know where you're going. With it. <laughs> <laughs> and when if I go to a bar tomorrow, come outside and fall dead to the concrete <laughs> oh, from they, heart from heart disease. They, they put they pull a Breitbart on you. <laughs> I am Breitbart. Do you have? The, I love those signs. Uh, but it would be beautiful to be able to orchestrate some of that. Why waste your time on Occupy? You know what I mean? When mm-hmm. you can put all that energy into something that's a little bit more underground, well, like they do, they'll that's be infiltrated. They... You tell me, Data. What <laughs> what happened with the Occupy? This is the story that I think I heard, and I wanted to know more about it, and I've been too lazy or not not, not enough time to look it up. Was there was some sort of at the Occupy in Chicago, I believe. Uh, was there two F, uh, FBI informants that infiltrated them, and then they found out some info? But then the Occupy movement put out pictures of their of, of these two FBI informants and put them in danger or something. Yeah, but look at how fast the Occupy movement grew, even though they were even though they were infiltrated. Right. That's what I'm saying. If we put together something like that on the underground, slow and yeah, and ah. and tried to keep it as suppressed and secret as possible, but right. tried to expand it and grow it as fast as possible, you know, like a fungus out of control. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> then they can infiltrate it all they want. Once it gets to a certain size, they can't contain it. It's like a virus. It's right. Out of, it's out of control. Gotcha. What do you think? Data connection established. Well, I I definitely think that, you know, indoctrination is a big part of their plan when you look at what George Soros does with Media Matters and how uh, basically Occupy was something that was put out there and co-opted immediately, almost like it was created as something. And I think that President Obama basically tried to side with Occupy right away because it was to be his movement. It was to be for him. But, you know, he's so unpopular that even the Occupy movement couldn't get behind him. What they can get behind is that capital is evil in their opinion mm-hmm. and my opinion is simply that whether or not we have capitalism communism or socialism the same people are going to run it right. and we have to get rid of these people and we need to get together like you were just saying shooter and we have to figure out a plan and i think that you know if if they think that they're we're all just going to lay down yeah. And we're just going to let this happen. They're absolutely crazy because the American spirit is alive. You know yeah. what I mean? I know that the Japanese um, during World War II knew that they couldn't invade America because there was going to be a, uh, a farmer with a shotgun be, you know, behind every blade of grass everywhere they looked. And so it would be absolutely crazy to try to invade us. And that's why I think they're coming after our Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because obviously, you know, the government knows that. You know what so I mean? So they realize and, that the uh, the... The, the the masses are starting to uh, connect and become more informed. They're they're beca- the whole the, the the people are communicating. The community of people are becoming intelli- more intelligent. Yeah, as a whole, as a whole, and they're worried about that. Yeah, so they're trying to and expedite the only, their process of and the best way to do it, it off. Is, is cut the internet it's like, off it's like herding a freaking you that, know that's a what, herd of cattle that's right and they want to split and divide so the best way to do it is don't let them communicate that's the whole back the whole purpose behind sopa which got shot down and cispa and the rest of these these bills that just keep fucking popping up like goddamn undead fucking bills 
they shoot one down, another one pops up, you know, is because eventually they're going to get one of them motherfuckers through. They're going to get it through and they'll be able to fucking control the Internet and control what people say to each other and be able to control these people meeting up and like minded individuals sharing ideas and sharing, um, you know, philosophies on this and that. And these these movements won't be able to grow as rapidly. It would have to be more grassroots where you actually go to your, you know, your your local you know, elementary school where you have a meeting and the, all the locals get there. You know what I mean? That's the way it used to be at the local at the local church. You know, the the town would get together at the town hall. You know, and they'd talk about it. The town hall is now on fucking Facebook, which is what you said earlier is ran by the fucking CIA. We're we're just giving them information. Yeah. So it's things like the Occupy movement and the 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 NATO protests in Chicago. Uh-huh. Is that like hurting our cause in a certain sense that it's Absolutely. opening that it's opening the eyes of the the alien beasts? Yeah. That, <laughs> that they're getting good. You know, they could hit the kill switch. Absolutely. Is nothing but kettling practice. It gives the police, especially in New York City, the ability to practice using their new toys, practice these new tactics in a very real environment. Look what happened Sound in cannons. Oakland. Yeah. I, oh, oh my God. I mean, where is the humanity where, you know, basically we have police officers that have been scared because, you know, their sergeants, you know, their uppers scared them to death of the Occupy movement. Scared. So then you have, you know, a shaky, uh, maybe a new officer with a shaky hand and all of a sudden, ah, they're tasering innocent people. You know what I mean? Like, how far is that going to go? But at the same time, yes, I believe that it is a drill for them. You know what I mean? And I think that they'll provoke another one. And very soon, I think we'll see another movement just like Occupy with its own agenda and the police and the DHS will come together and start doing more joint exercises. We'll start seeing more um, uh, surveillance on highways, checkpoints where you're going to have to get out and be groped. And they've already admitted that the DHS admitted this is what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, they want a police state. And I think that we're moving so fast towards it. Yeah, there's a quickening happening. Absolutely. Yeah. Because there's a quickening in the collective consciousness of the people that are able to get together through these social media networks and through these, um, you know, and through the communication that's at our fingertips nowadays with, uh, with, with the Internet. What the hell's that noise? Well, Jay Rockefeller said that it would have been better if we hadn't invented the Internet at all. Oh, I believe it. So, so as we have a, a quickening in the uh, intellectual realm and, and what we're going to try to do and this and that and find like-minded individuals out there and get together with them and go do some training or go learn how to grow a garden and lo- learn some of these skills and do all these little things. And, and, you know, they, on the other side of the coin, <clears throat> want to stop and sub- subdue that growth, do you know? So that it seems like we would be even more hurt, like even with the even with the survivalists and the preppers and uh, as much as I love them. It seems like that if they were to hit the kill switch Mm -hmm. and shit were to hit the fan like a solar flare or whatever, and we were to come back, we would be even at a a lesser uh, status. Yeah, lesser status, or we'd have less of an opportunity to to defeat them because you know they got like the World Seed Bank and they're they're doing all this grand scale prepping like you right. talked about earlier. Right, they are. So we we have to beat them to the kill switch with our organization. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so maybe we just maybe the whole Occupy thing. You know, they're always creating distractions. We need distractions. Yeah, and then we need to you know I figure think- out a way. Unity. 
Unity is what we need to actually like. Even when they're asleep and mm-hmm. they're still a sheep, like they just don't know yet. But once it hits the fan, you don't know how many of them are gonna go. Oh my god, I've heard this before. Wake up and be on our side, and we're outnumbered them greatly. I mean, at least that's my opinion. Right. When this all hits the fan. Right. Huh. Well, <sighs> that's what they say. Yeah, I think uh, we could outnumber them. But when you're fighting, say, say you're a big bad dog, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you got to fight off the evil coyotes or whatever. Right, right. And, and, and your sidekicks are a bunch of sheep. Right. <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> right. So, yeah, getting people woke up from that state of mind would, would be important. Yep. And whether we can wake them up fast enough, only only we can hope so. But I think on a subconscious level, we Things ain't going fast that. enough for me. No, me either. Data connection established. And I, I mean, but I, I see it, though, in that I meet a lot of people that do know what's going on. They know something is wrong. And, mm-hmm. they're, you know, they might be just like me. Like, you know, a couple of years ago, I was asleep. I had no idea. I didn't want to know what was going on anywhere in the world but America or my wage slave job. All right. You know, paying my bills. And that's where a lot of American people are is they're just concerned about paying their bills and getting their kids to school on time and having their boss not breathe down their neck and have the IRS leave them alone. And these are real concerns that a lot of people are doing. But even look at Facebook. You know that Facebook is cited on divorce papers more often than anything right now mm-hmm. you know what i mean because they're they're constantly trying to infiltrate the family they're trying to break us up they're trying to make it so you know your children come home observe what you do go home go back to school and run tell teacher oh my god i saw my daddy and he mm-hmm. was polishing his gun and i don't know what he was doing but you know he likes to play with his gun all the time and all of a sudden you've got dhs at your door you know, I mean, CPS trying to take your kids. Right. I mean, the CPS thing, I don't know how much you've, you guys have researched how evil CPS is. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's absolutely terrifying. And um, another piece of news, that I don't know if it'll come up next podcast, but, um, you know, a top official of the Vatican actually said that they have parties and there are children and it is sex parties for the children. And the elitists and the uh, a lot of people with the Catholic Church are involved in that. And it's funny to me because isn't it weird how these uh, priests that quote-unquote molest these children always get just shipped or moved? They never get reported or taken to the authorities. I mean, what's actually really going on when we can't even go to our religions and our churches for protection? You know what I mean? When they're trying to preach Romans 13 towards us, like, you know, give everything to Caesar. The government is absolutely king and that's what God wants. Like... Well, where we come to a, in a society where we can't even have our freedom of religion, which isn't that like one of the things guaranteed in our Bill of Rights, like our freedom of religion, our freedom to protect ourselves with a firearm, our freedom to just be happy and to not encroach on anyone else's liberty. Liberty is the message. And I believe Dr. Ron Paul is absolutely right about it. <laughs> and I think that the message is going to get out there. I think it's going to keep growing. Information. All right. What the hell is that noise? You know what noise that is, and you know what time it is. <laughs> when zombies attack. It's oh, time. my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got over there? Uh, I got one story out of here. This is coming out of Houston back in about the middle of May. I think it was on the 11th. I'm not sure. All right. But to get right into it, it was about um, a zombie was killed as it broke into a room at a Northwest Houston Extended Motel. Uh, Stenix Day Motel Thursday night uh, in the middle of May. 
Houston Zombie Control said a motel guest was inside a second floor room at the Studio 6 extended stay on the Northwest Freeway in Rothway Street when he heard glass break about 7.20 p.m. Detectives said the zombie broke out a window and then broke down the door to a room there. Now, witnesses claim they did not know who the man was before he became a zombie, but they said the zombie was going door-to-door and yelling about a woman or maybe another zombie named Nicole. Uh-huh. And when it came to one of the downstairs room's doors, it its undead romp came to a sudden end. Several shots. Pow, 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 pow. And I said, what? We thought it was firecrackers. <laughs> Ricky Ernest could not believe his eyes last night, but his name... <laughs> Take two. <laughs> no, take two. Keep going, motherfucker. I fucking thought it was some firecrackers. <laughs> Ricky Hernis could not believe his eyes last night, but his neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Several shots. Pow, 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 pow. And I said, what? We thought it was firecrackers. <laughs> Ricky Hernis could not believe his eyes last night, but his neighbor's broken glass window reminds him that zombies and what he witnessed was devastatingly real. The bizarre system of events began around 7.30 p.m., according to authorities, where that a zombie was randomly beating on several doors at the Studio 6 motel. Oh. Banging on several doors, <laughs> but eventually he got to the wrong door. Ernest goes on to say it was uh, the wrong door because the man behind it had a gun. Investigators tell us the zombie was ramming his body into the door while grunting and screaming. He was trying to get in. Yeah. Ernest, who was in his room upstairs, could hear it yelling about a woman named Nicole. To say, Nicole, I know you got Nicole in there. Let Nicole out of there. He was cussing and frantic and, and he was really delirious. As the zombie was yelling, Ernest says it broke out a window and then slammed its body through the door. This guy is like a pit bull, busting your window, knocking your door in, and panicking mad. You kidding me? They was hiding behind the bed with his gun saying, no, come in here, sir. We don't know no Nicole. (laughs) Fearing for his safety, the man inside fired several shots, hitting the zombie repeatedly before finally striking the creature in the head. The zombie was then taken to the nearest zombie control center for further study <laughs> and was also officially ruled brain dead. Thank God that they had a gun. You hear me? Because this guy would have come in just beating and killing. Don't tell him what he did. Oh. Despite the horrific <laughs> event and being a bit shaken out, the victim, or should I say noob zombie slayer, seemed to be doing okay but was unavailable for comment. Oh, and that wraps up zombies attack for today. Whoa, Jesus, that's funny. To say, Nicole, I know you got Nicole in there. Let Nicole out of there. He was cussing and frantic, and, and he was really delirious. You got any last words? Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, no, I think we've uh, been, been going long enough here. Sorry, but we are out of time, and that concludes tonight's show. Thank you very much, Chet. Thank you, guys. Uh-huh. Have a great day. Uh, did you have fun? Absolutely. All, All right. right. We enjoyed having you. Yeah. We'll Get you back up in here. Real quick. Like. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Yeah, stick around for the uh, post clip. We got something you might enjoy, as always. And don't forget, if you don't know your rights, people, you don't have any...
my name's Tupac. Everywhere I go, I'm being told by Jake. They even got my neighbors watching me for goodness sake. Could it be the comments that I make? That the sinners of the world have sealed our fate With the deceptions and lies and the lust and hate The wrath of God is upon us, it's way too Got sketchy love Cause every time I see a man She's watching me too I tell a bitch You best remember Who's feeding you I can feel it all around me Closing in on me The fear is all around me Fucking shit, best believe 